0: From Innovation Alley at Marquette University, I'm Chuck Swoboda, and this is Innovators on Tap, a show based on the idea that innovation is about leadership. It's a mindset to find a better way, and ultimately, it's about people. This podcast is designed to allow you to open your mind to new ideas and find ways to put those concepts to work and maybe even change the world. Episode 9 continues our journey to uncover your innovator spirit as we learn that when someone says you can't do something, that might be exactly what you should do. Today, we'll discover how to take what others consider impossible and make it possible. We'll explain how experts often get in the way of innovation, and we'll show you how you can overcome the three primary obstacles to innovation that are likely to get in your way. That's what's on tap today. Enjoy. How many times have you been told, you can't do that. It's impossible. Now I want you to take a minute and really think about it. What was your reaction? How did it make you feel? For most people, when they are told something is impossible, It's the end of the conversation. Logically, if it's not possible, it means it can't be done. So why even try? But have you ever thought about who decides what is and isn't possible? What people often fail to realize is that something is only impossible until somebody actually proves otherwise. It is a static perception of the current situation, when in reality, we live in a dynamic world, one constantly being redefined. By innovation. And this limited view is often reinforced by the so called experts. Now, expertise comes from skill or knowledge in a particular field, knowing how something really works or why it really is. And although we've come to rely on experts for their insight and wisdom about many different things, they actually have a pretty bad track record on imagining the future because experts tend to believe they also know what's not possible. Consider that for centuries, it was believed that it would be impossible for humans to ever fly. In fact, in 1902, physicist and the director of the US Naval Observatory, Simon Newcomb said that, flight by machines heavier than air is impractical and insignificant, if not utterly impossible. Yet, only a year later, in December of 1903, The Wright brothers took off from Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, in what would become the first ever successful heavier-than-air flight. Or consider Lee DeForest, the self-described father of modern radio and a pioneer in sound on film recording for motion pictures, who had this to say about the potential for television. While theoretically and technically television may be feasible, commercially and financially, I consider it an impossibility, a development of which we need waste little time dreaming. While he saw a technical possibility, he couldn't envision there ever being a viable market. His inability to see the future was not only limited to TV, because he later commented about the potential of space travel when he said, Man will never reach the moon regardless of all future scientific advances. Computing is another example of technology that was severely underestimated by the experts. In 1949, John von Neumann, who was widely regarded as the foremost mathematician of his time and himself a computer scientist, was quoted as saying, It would appear that we have reached the limits of what is possible to achieve with computer technology. To John's credit, He was aware that people's understanding of what is possible is relative, and he went on to say, Although one should be careful with such statements, as they tend to sound pretty silly in five years. And he was certainly right about that. These examples not only illustrate the problem with experts, but more importantly, reinforce the point that what seems impossible today is relative, and you can't allow it to limit your vision of the future. Otherwise, you are likely to find yourself looking back at the missed opportunities for innovation along the way. Nelson Mandela may have summed it up best when he said, It always seems impossible until it's done. Now, all these impossibilities didn't just appear out of thin air. Somebody had to go and make them happen. To succeed in innovation, you need to believe that anything is possible and then commit yourself to making it so. In fact, this belief was integral to the entire business strategy of Cree. When someone would tell us that we shouldn't be doing something or that something was impossible, we often set out to do exactly what they thought we couldn't. While other companies sat back and defended the status quo, we instead challenged it. Every chance we could, we believed we could always find a better way. Now, there was a very practical reason for this approach. We were the small company. Competing against companies many times our size, with well-established brands and far more resources, trying to beat them at their own game would have been a losing strategy. Instead, we focused on what they said couldn't be done and created products to disrupt existing markets and, in some cases, even enabled entirely new ones. This was our competitive advantage, and it allowed us to bring many innovations to the market. What you have to realize is that when people tell you what can't be done, they are actually pointing out where the real opportunities lie. And when they say something is impossible, remember, that is a matter of perspective. The German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche said, When someone tells you it can't be done, it's more of a reflection of their limitations, not yours. Now, pursuing what others think is impossible is a journey filled with challenges, but with practice, you will find that you get better at it and it gets easier. In the pursuit of doing what's never been done before, you will face many perceived limitations along the way. So, here is some advice on how you can overcome the three main obstacles. The first obstacle is scientific or logical limitation. When I decided to leave my job at HP to join Cree, The chief scientist at HP told me that what Cree was trying to do would never work. The physics of the material system Cree was working on could never make a reliable LED. Well, the scientists at Cree didn't listen to the experts. And they not only developed a reliable LED, but also technology that enabled the LED lighting revolution, which eventually changed how we use light. It is important to keep in mind that science is always evolving. And if you go into any problem with the belief that it is impossible, then it will likely become a self-fulfilling prophecy. There is a French proverb that echoes this sentiment. To believe a thing is impossible is to make it so. So, the next time someone tells you that you can't do something because it's scientifically impossible, just remember, that's only true if you choose to believe it is. The second obstacle is behavioral or human limitation. When working on a new product or disruptive idea, you'll often be told that nobody would want to buy this new thing or asked who possibly would want to do that. And it's easy to fall into this trap. Human behavior is hard to change because most people find comfort in the way things are. They are wired to resist change. However, great innovators don't stop there. They go beyond people's initial resistance and they find a way to reset what they are comfortable with. Consider this. If you went back 10 years and tried to convince someone that people would take out their phone, push a button, and a stranger in a car would pick them up at their current location and then drop them off without ever exchanging cash, you would likely be laughed out of the room. Most people would be adamant that this situation would be impossible and undesirable even if it was possible. Yet this is now what is happening across the world where more than 14 million Uber trips happen each and every day. It has become our new normal. And for many of us, the idea of hailing a cab is now what seems impossible. Here's an audio clip from YouTube of former Uber CEO Travis Kalanick describing this new reality. Uh, So this is something from the past. This is what we call hailing. I'm not sure if you guys have ever done that, but some people actually put their arm out to get a cab. I don't don't know what's going on. So when someone tells you that something is impossible, that nobody would ever want to do that, recognize that is your opportunity to show the customer that there is actually a better way. And the third obstacle is self-limitation. Be honest. How many times have you said to yourself, I could never do that? Whether you said it out loud or just to yourself, in my experience, it is quite common for people to react to new challenges with thoughts about what's not possible. Whether this self-doubt comes purely from our own concerns or is fueled by others, you have to overcome this limitation to pursue innovation. I started my Cree career in sales and marketing and eventually moved into a general management role, leading a small business. So it was quite surprising to me when my boss called me late one evening, March 31st, 1996 to be exact, and he told me that I needed to pack up my office because I would be taking on a new job the next morning as the Wafer Fab Operations Manager. To say this was a surprise would be an understatement. I was going to run a semiconductor factory. And my only manufacturing experience to that point was on a co-op assignment in college. But that wasn't a problem for my boss. So at 7 a.m. the next morning, I was introduced to the team and left on my own to figure it out. It would have been logical to have doubts. By almost any measure, I was unprepared and unqualified for this role. But for some reason, I assumed that we'd make it work. And with a lot of help from my team and a book that I found on my shelf in my new office, we did. Because I didn't let self-doubt get in the way. The key to overcoming self-limitation is to reframe how you think about yourself. Simply put, you have to believe in you. Glenn Reed, the creator of iMovie and iPhoto, and a past guest on this podcast, came to this realization earlier in his career. And he said, The other side of that is nothing was going to happen in my life unless I did it. Like Nobody was pushing me or paying attention to me. So early on, I kind of realized whatever my life is, I'm going to decide it and it's up to me to do something. If you want to innovate, you can't allow self-doubt to get in your way. Instead, take responsibility for what you choose to believe and recognize that anything is possible if you set your mind to it and are willing to work hard enough to make it happen. If you want to pursue innovation, the best ideas often come from what others say can't be done. When someone says something is impossible, that's a signal that it's probably something you should pursue. Remember, it is just a limitation that you can overcome with the right mindset. So do what others say you can't and go make the impossible possible. Thanks for listening to this episode of Innovators on Tap, which focuses on doing what others say can't be done. If you enjoyed hearing about this concept, you can learn about it in more detail in my book, The Innovator Spirit, which is available wherever you buy books. If you found value in this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please share the podcast with your friends and colleagues, because I think we all know of things that could use some innovative thinking please feel free to contact us through our website at innovatorsontap.com. We're always open to new ideas or critical feedback because my belief as an innovator is that anything you do today can be done better tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Let's go change the world.